Suppose that I'm muted. Were you an athlete, school teacher, or maybe worked in a corporate world? Our careers, they tend to be the way that we identify ourselves. Now, what happens when that identity is taken from you? We found ours in real estate. Now, let us help you find yours on a free agent real estate investing podcast. Starting now. Welcome to the free agent real estate investing podcast. I'm your host, Stratton Brown. And I'm your host, Michael Butler. Guys, thank you for uh, tuning in with us this week. Today, we're going to cover a couple things. But first, if you guys find any value from this, please share it with all your friends. Share it with your parents, your grandparents, anyone else who's trying to get into real estate. It'd be much appreciated. And if it doesn't bring you any value, feel free not to. <laughs> yeah, like he said, man, if you if you don't get any value from this, then we, we, we apologize. But this is for those who it will bring value to. Awesome. And then real quick housekeeping. If you guys are looking for any type of virtual assistance or virtual staffing, go to callmagicians.com. And if you guys are looking to take your business to the less, uh, less to the next level, right? We're going to talk about VAs today, but another thing is going to be uh, mainlinecomps.com. Um, that is PropStream. That's how we comp our properties. That's how we pull some of our lists. Um, and we can also do some type of, uh, you know, any type of marketing from that also. So if you guys are looking to take your business to the next level, make sure that you guys get mainlinecomps.com. All right. We'll, we'll wait a couple minutes for people to get in here. Man, that, this light makes my head look really shiny. Man, I thought you got a, a new facial or something. Well, this thing is shiny. No, it's like shining down on me, right? Because uh -huh. like I'm on my table. It's, it's weird. But, it's a nice um, little setup, man. I like that. Right? Well, I mean, I'm in a corner. I'm legit. Hey, that's all you that's all you need, man. You don't need much for a podcast. No. I mean, I like I think the mics make a big difference. For sure. The mics make a big difference. I like the headphones. I just gotta go grab a pair from my office because I can what's it called? I like zone in, zone in being immersed more. in it, right? Yeah, and that's what I like. A little bit more. Yeah, for sure. That's what I that's what I like about it. But yeah, you man, you only need a corner for a podcast, man. I think that's what makes it so dope, man. All right, we can reach the world. All right, we reach the world here. We got five people, guys. If you are in here, go ahead and leave us a comment. Right, put your name, where you're from. Um, we'll love to hear from you guys. You guys have any questions as we're talking about VAs and taking your business to the next level? Make sure you guys leave that in there. We love the uh, we love the feedback, and we love to kind of feed off of you guys. Also, um, some of our best podcasts tend to be when we get the most interaction, without a doubt. Let's um. Let's dive into VAs a little bit. I'll start with a story to where I, I was talking to Gerald. And I was like, Gerald, you need a, you need a leads manager. Because he was like, bro, I got all these leads. I don't know what to do with them. I'm too bogged down. <laughs> and I was like, bro, it's, it's time to go get a leads manager. And yeah. I'm talking to him as I'm dropping my son off at speech therapy. I'm picking, actually, I'm picking my son up from speech, and he's dropping his son off. And he's like, bro, getting a leads manager was the best thing I've ever done. He's the same well Go ahead. No, yeah, because a lot of the stuff that you do is really lead management. I mean, if, yeah. you, if you really think about it, once you once you scale from the point of uh, generating the leads yourself, it's all management, man, and that and that should take a t take its toll on you, bro, without a doubt. And so now, what's it called? He um, he's like, bro, I work an hour a day. He's like, I work an hour a day. My leads manager handles everything. 
We have callers who handle everything. I work an hour a day, and he's going to close some fat deals. He's doing two to three deals a month still. He's like, yeah. well, I don't, I don't need much more than that. <laughs> it all comes down to. Uh, I, it's funny. I was listening to uh, your other podcast earlier today, or was it? No, it was a couple of days ago uh, with Mike Zuber. You guys talked about that. Like, what do you need to really be able to, to live the type of lifestyle that you like? And and for most people, two to three day, uh, two or three deals a month. I mean, bro, that's pretty solid. Oh, bro, two to three deals a month. And if you um. If you have no overhead and you're pulling in, let's say you do four deals a month, you have 20K in overhead mm-hmm. and you're making 60 and it's set up with all VAs. It's amazing. That's a solid lifestyle. A hundred percent that you're not, that, that, that requires a lot, not a lot of effort. So think about it this way. You train up a VA to handle your transaction coordination, or you could go to like constant close like Rochelle and it's handled mm-hmm. by the file. Yep. You have VAs handling your cold calling and texting. And then you have PPC leads coming in that go to a VA. Yeah. What else could you have set up? And then you have direct um, mail and all those calls come into a VA to qualify. And you, and you can streamline a lot of that stuff through, um, was it call rail? Yeah, right. right. So, then, call so then at that point, you know exactly. Out. You can keep those KPIs. It'll keep that for you. And so now you have a... Six figure business, you could you can really do seven figures with virtual assistants. Yeah, a hundred no, a hundred percent you can, as long as they're trained right. And so when we talk about um doing um getting VAs and stuff like that, it's it's not as simple as just going to go find anyone that can skip trace or anybody who says that they can cold call. I mean, it's just like yeah. any other business, right? We talk about the hardest thing with scaling um this business is really people. People. And so when you can identify someone or you know, a company that does a great job at doing that, they're worth every dollar. Well, I'm, one thing I've learned is you can't skip, you can't go cheap on the people. No. It's 100%. really, really hard to go cheap on the people. Yeah. Unless you were going to put everything into them and then you still have to plan on paying them accordingly because yeah. they're just going to leave because they know their value. A hundred percent. And so again, that's what you talk about people, right? And so you got to find ways to be able to incentivize them and, and make it worth their time, right? You got to find a way to keep them motivated, just like a teacher, right? Just like a teacher in the classroom, right? You have your standards, you have your lessons and stuff that you got to teach. But at the same time, you're only as good as what your students would do for you. Same thing with coaching, right? You can You can know all your X's and O's, but if you don't know how to really relay that to your team, to your players, or find ways to get them motivated because you know yelling and shouting isn't isn't going to motivate everybody. You no. know what I'm saying? So you just got to find different ways to keep keep them going. That's what makes it tough because um, you're dealing with people. Right. I think I think leadership is the number one skill you need to have to scale a business. From what I like, you need to be able to lead people, show people the vision, vision, get them bought in, and then that way, like everybody's rowing the boat in the same direction, and yeah. everybody's happy about rowing the boat in the same direction. And that takes yeah. leadership. And a lot of people that we know, I mean, that's a skill. I mean, if, you, if you're someone who played a sport at the collegiate level or even played it at the professional level, you may not have been a leader on that team, but you understand what leadership looks like. Right. And so, you know what I mean? So typically you would they, they pan out to be pretty damn good entrepreneurs because they understand leadership and the power of it. Well, you you know, I guarantee you everyone who's ever played in college and in the NFL knows what a good leader is and a bad leader is. 100%. 
So you don't even have to be the best leader. You just you just can't be a shitty leader. <laughs> and everyone, and like you said, everyone has experienced a shitty leader or someone who thought that they were a leader or tried too hard to be a leader. So you at least can identify with what that looks like. So just don't be that, and you'll and you'll still be solid, bro. Without a doubt. And I mean, when you're doing it, what was I reading the other day? The number one lack of leadership is saying, "Do it because I said so." Oh, for sure. Right. Like that means you're the shittiest leader ever. Like that's the worst type of buy in you can get. Mm -hmm. And I, I've only had to do it one time to where we had like a core values thing. I was like, no, like this is our core values. Like you either do it or get out. Yeah. But besides but, that, but you hired based off of those core values also. So that's something that they agreed upon when they came. So it wasn't just like you gave them all these things, interviewed them, things turned out great. And then they asked you a question. It's like, oh, because I said so. Like, no, like this is when we hired you, we went over what our core values were. These were things that you agreed were important to you also. So it's not you. That's that's a we thing. We we okay. agreed to this to these core values. We believed in these because you wouldn't be here if you didn't. Without a doubt. And so like when you are, I'd say number one, when you are getting virtual assistance, like you're you're hiring on new employees. The yeah. number one thing that people make mistakes of is they're just hiring on like a robot random across the country to where like you're hiring someone with a family. Yeah. Who has wants, needs, cares, all that. They're just in a different country where their living wage is lower and it's a blessing yeah. for us. It's a blessing for us. A hundred percent. Yes. Max Maxwell said that uh, great in, in some of his videos. He was like, don't just for especially for uh, newbies when they first get into it, and they're like, oh, should I just go hire a VA? And he's like, no, don't just go hiring VAs, you know, to try to not do the work, avoid doing work. You know, you hire VAs when you can afford to keep them because once you once you hire VAs, man, you're you're supporting their family. Yeah, you know, it's not it's not you're not just you're not just hiring someone to skip trace for you or to cold call for you. Like these people have a lot. It's a livelihood. You know what I'm saying? So don't take that step unless you're ready. You're ready to support somebody else's family. Right. Well, and they're out there looking for work. Like all those people who message you on Facebook, they're out oh, there fuck. looking for work to try and support <laughs> their family. Hustling. They're annoying, but they're hustling, to hustling to support their family. Yep. So you can't really toy with them. Mm -hmm. And when you bring them in, just like any other humans, you got to set the expectations and like, okay, here's our core values. Here's what ex is ex expected of you. Excuse me. And like, okay, we're going to do this, this, and this, and these are your metrics. And this right. is how you know you're doing good. And this yeah. is how you know you're doing bad. And if you don't follow this, eventually uh, it will lead to you getting fired. And that way you're yeah. both on the same page and they know, okay, this is a good job. This is a bad job. Instead of just throwing them in there, like, hey, where the fuck are the leads? <laughs> I've done that. Like when you I first got started. Yeah. I was like, bro, but you guys have been for three weeks. Like, where, yeah. where are my leads? Yeah. Well, and, and you know, it's funny is because I felt like that early on too. But when you, it's what you're asking for. You know, before I'm asking for, if they're, you know, motivation, you've been looking for the, is it four pillars? We're looking for the four pillars? We're looking for the four pillars. If they don't have these four pillars, I don't want it. Well, think about that. I mean, how many people really represent those four pillars? You know, so then he, once our market kind of started shifting, it was just like anybody that wants to sell, I don't care if it's retail, I don't care if it's for a wholesale price, send it to me. Let me, it, you know, because because at that point now, yes, we're generating something. Now we can go help realtors, right? We could because there's not is there's not a lot of inventory. So if I can get a hold of someone who's asking retail for a property that I think is pretty damn nice. Yep. I can go refer that to somebody. And now you can. Yes, it's a tough market, but now you're able to build relationships with realtors when the going is tough. 
and, and understand when that shit turns around, who are they coming to? Exactly, man. And it's a, at the beginning, you think, oh, everything only fits in a wholesale box and everybody needs to get more tools in their toolbox, but again, still stay focused mm-hmm. on what you do. But having those multiple exit strategies so you can monetize everything is a really, really big deal. Yep. I truly do think so, right? If you can take it down and let's say you could flip it, you could wholetail it, you can wholesale it, you can sub to, you can owner finance, lease option, and novation. And then you can arbitrage it, you can co-host it. Right, but like you can do all these things. Like you can go yeah. and arbitrage it to where you can talk to this person and be like, hey, what are your needs? Yeah. All right, we'll do this. And you just go through and run it and be like, okay, this is what's going to work. This is how much money you're going to make. And that mm-hmm. way, not everything is a nail because you, all you are is a hammer. Yeah, and you know what? And it's funny because, you know, I know, I know I've talked a lot about Airbnb, um, but it becomes an exit strategy. Right. In all honesty, it's a way to monetize the lead. Like like you said, there's different exit strategies. Airbnb is just a different exit strategy and a different solution to a problem that I'm able to give a homeowner. They may be asking for retail. And the only reason they're selling this house is because the tenants in there are shitty and they're getting ready to get them out of there. They would really love to keep the home, but they don't. You know, I'm getting too old to deal with this. All right. Well, you're not the price that I'm asking for. We can't really meet there. You know what I mean? And so Mm -hmm. if I was able to be the best tenant you've ever had and bring you consistent cash flow and you not have to worry about anything when it came to this property, except if something happened to the roof and the air conditioner, right, or water heater, the big ticket items that homeowners are typically, you know, in charge of, is that something you'd be interested in? Oh, that sounds too good to be true. I bet. (laughs) You know what I mean? But that's that's all it is is an extra strategy, right? And so that that way, what's it called? The slow months aren't slow. Like you got deals coming, like oh yeah, well one's an Airbnb, one's a sub two, and then we got a wholesale. Mm-hmm. And you just found a way to monetize those leads. And then when the good wholesale leads come in, you have all those. All right, let's close all those. Fuck. Talk about scaling, right? But that that's a good way to do it. Mm-hmm. It gets. We have VAs who just know, okay, this is what you want. If they have no equity, like, would you be open to terms? Mm-hmm. Right. And that, that's how you can scale with virtual assistants to where now you're going to have to start putting a lot of effort into them. Like you're coaching them. Yeah. Like we're doing sales coaching. We're doing real estate coaching. Start stretching them. Right. Start stretching them. Mm-hmm. And it's no different, right? Because you can get virtual assistants with a bachelor's degree who are oh, legit, legit, legit. Bro, you ever had foreign exchange students in high school? Yeah. So when they came to your school and you were doing algebra two, <laughs> or no you, way, you, know, you and they're like, "Oh, I did that in, se- in sixth grade." So you know, what I mean, don't when you think virtual assistants, don't think that these don't think they're dumb. <laughs> you know, a lot of them did the shit that we do now. They did that shit in you know elementary. You know, with a whole lot more structure, and that's really like you said, that's really what it is. You know, you got to find a way to communicate that, and then at some point we got to start to stretch them. Start to stretch them until you can start to see with a balloon that shit's getting ready to pop, right? If you don't stretch them, man, you never you're never going to be able to get all you know everything out of them, right? And they they're just like normal people to where we're going to see where you're at and what you can handle. Yeah. Like if you can handle a lot more, we're going to keep putting more and more and more on your plate, and you're going to become more valuable to our company. If not, you, if like you still have a place that fits. Awesome. Obviously, yeah. I want to have the most dynamic people at all times. 
and this comes in the business of supporting family and like making these hard decisions. But yeah, man, these virtual assistants, when you hire them on, they're 100% people on the other side of that computer. You need yep. to be able to lead them, make them feel good, tell them good job. You still have to tell them. This is the hard part about business, right? You're a business owner now. You got to tell them when they're doing a bad job. You yeah. got to be like, hey, it didn't go well because of this, this, and this. Let's mm-hmm. fix it next time. Yep. But right. also, but also, right? It's 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 me, and you take that you take that accountability. Like, understand if they're not doing great, it's because you didn't teach them great. One hundred. You, know, you can you know. And so at the end of the day, I know it's hard sometimes because you're like, oh, I, I told them, I keep telling them. But okay, you keep telling them, but maybe it's the way that you're telling them. Maybe you need to switch up how you're telling them or how you're teaching them. You know, I get that you feel like it, how you did it was adequate, but. Just because you feel that way doesn't mean they feel that way. Same thing as parenting, dog. <laughs> what don't they understand? You know, I keep telling them to go do this. Well, it's how you're saying it. Is there another way that you can say it? You can phrase it? Right. And then if it is a recurring theme, obviously, we have to look ourselves in the mirror and be like, man, what are we doing? Yeah. Extreme. What is extreme ownership? Extreme ownership, bro. It's all on you. <laughs> and like, even if you have to fire them, it's your fault that you had to fire them because you shouldn't have hired them in the first place. <laughs> you fucked up early on. You you did, bro. Like you didn't you didn't set the expectations. Like you went wrong somewhere. I yeah. guarantee. One hundred percent. So I know we talk about these VAs and stuff like that, and in no way, in no way, shape, or form, um, are we going to sit here and say that this is a shameless plug? But you know what? This that's a uh, a value that we're able to offer on the Free Agent REI podcast is that we do have one of the uh, founders of Call Magicians, and so. Obviously, this is going to be important for us because um, we understand how powerful VAs can be for your business. And if you're listening today, right, or if you're just one of the listeners of our podcast, I mean, it's an extreme plug to be able to have Strat on here, um, someone who runs and operates the day, you know, the day to day um, duties of managing VAs. I mean, you're managing people, bro. VAs. Are people like you? are people, but I'm saying managing uh, uh, virtual assistants for other people's companies. Oh yeah. So we're not we're no longer talking about the individual anymore, but we're talking about your man. You, you have an important role in a lot of people's companies, including mine. You know, oh, without a doubt, bro. In our description, we talk about how I work three hours a week or three hours <laughs> shit three hours a day, right? And only how that's even possible, and I still feel guilty to this day working three hours. But only how that's possible is because the guys that you guys train up and the ladies that you guys train up are fucking phenomenal. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's easy sometimes to just be like, you know what? Hey, you don't always have to be doing this or doing that because they got they got you. Right. And I'm, and it's not what's it called? It's not fucking far away. What's is what's crazy. Like I was mm-hmm. talking about Gerald works an hour a day. You mm-hmm. work three, you work three hours a day and it it's not far. Let's say you get going. Let's say you, for your first year you make 100K or even 80K yeah. and you still have a full-time job and you can use all that money that uh-huh. you made from those deals to put VAs in place. You can keep that full-time job. Yeah. 100% you can keep that full-time job. I, I highly suggest you keep that full-time job. The only reason I'm not working, dog, is because of COVID. Because I can't sit here and tell you that if COVID hadn't happened and there was no substitute teaching jobs, that I wouldn't be substitute teaching right now. I 100% would be substitute teaching right now because it was a comfort. It was a comfort. It was still good money. This business, yeah, it was generating a lot of money. But at the end of the day, I would have been able to probably do a whole lot more. Um, but 
bro, COVID hit. You start changing your schedule. I work three hours a week now. I, I get to spend more time with my family. There's no point in giving that up anymore. No. All right. I've come too far to come this far. <laughs> what? A, I mean, what? A, at a point in time, I I was really in the same spot as you. Like I do other shit now that I'm like mm-hmm. trying to work on, and really my time I work now is like learning. Right yeah. to where you get frustrated, like Clubhouse, bro. That's work. You don't consider it work, but that's just work. It is work. Right. And so I'm doing Clubhouse type shit, just trying to learn more and so I can learn different things. Yeah. But at a point in time, what was it? Last year, same thing, bro. Like I, I can work three hours a day. In my real estate business, I probably work. I don't I don't really work in my real estate business. I look at KPIs and it's because virtual assistants. We have people making calls. Yeah. I call our self-storage owners, and that's about all. All our other leads get acquired, souls, and everything else through virtual assistants and partners. Yeah, hundred percent. And and um, it's funny because you know we talk about this podcast, right? Hey, we're we're completely transparent on this thing, right? Putting together a podcast, dog, is not easy. And so we can we go live every week, <laughs> you know what I mean? But at the end of the day, there's there's a uh, um, what is it? Not the uh, the background, but there's there's stuff that has to take place in order to get it distributed to everyone. And so, I mean, I sit here and I watch everybody's podcast gets freaking. I'm getting notifications on Apple Podcasts. I'm just like, man, what's going on with ours? And so, it's just something that I got to learn, you know. And then I actually Bro, take the right? time and start Another learning a little bit more, learn. right? And I start learning a little bit more about it. And I'm like, you know, this is something that I could have completely taken on, and I wouldn't have been able to come to that realization if I was working full time in, in, in my wholesaling business. And so when I look at me going to the office three hours a day, like this is stuff that, that can be added on as tasks for me to do on a Monday or on a Tuesday, you know what I'm saying? Coming in, make sure everything yeah. is ready, getting it pushed out to you guys. So you guys are consistently able to get our podcast, whether that be on a Thursday or a Friday, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, man, but virtual assistants have allowed me to be able to do stuff like that. Well, and you can like, you can start another business. Like you can start yeah. another business, you can spend more time with your family, you can scale more, or and mm-hmm. then I think the biggest thing is right, you have more time to learn. You talk about like the time yes. you're like, bro, Clubhouse is way different in Airbnb than it is wholesale. A hundred percent and so much info from that. And now you have more free time to think big picture and learn more yeah. and see what else can I do. I've put more time into learning things on Airbnb than I've put into my wholesaling business this year. Um, and that's because I do, I mean, I do have one person that I work with and I always tell him, um, he's been with me for a while, you know, going on, going on a year, you know, a year soon. And so, um, I lean heavily on him and I always tell him, I said, I never want you to feel like you work for me. You work with me. We work together because I understand how valuable he is, you know, to our company. And so, um, He's allowed me to be able him and also, our, you know, two virtual assistants, three virtual assistants that we have that I um, it makes it a whole lot easier to focus on other things. And I, like I said, I've spent more time on Airbnb just because that's what's bringing me a lot more passive income. And so I need to find ways to be able to generate more proceeds from there by using this business in order to do so. One hundred percent. Let's talk about where to find virtual assistants. Mm. And, I mean, you can go through a service. I tell you, if you're just getting started out, don't go through a service. We turn down no. people all the time. Don't do it. You don't know what you're doing. <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? Like, you need to yeah. be able to tell someone you ain't doing the job right. This is the but way that's I want res- the job But done. that's respectable, bro. That's respectable because you can easily get on here and be like, hey, you see that down there at the bottom? 
you're looking for cold callers, man, go to uh, callmagicians.com because now, you, I mean, you're someone who's just looking to monetize somebody. And so to me, you know, I respect it a whole lot more. The fact that you do push people away, like, hey, you, you guys aren't ready to come with us yet. I mean, it just doesn't make sense. Like, I don't want if you are you need to know you need to be unhappy. Like, you need to know if you're unhappy. You yeah. need to know if our people aren't doing their job and they're always doing their job. But if you see something like, hey, I don't like this, yeah. you need to be able to speak up and articulate why. And that way you can help the company get better. And you can know if you need to leave the company, you need to know how many leads need to be generated a day. You need to know like how these tasks need to be done, right? All those things. And if you do it before you go and try and outsource it, and a lot of people try and do it, I did it, right? Got callers for three weeks. I get like one lady, hey, where the fuck are my leads? Like, what's going on here? You guys are supposed to generate leads. I didn't touch them for a goddamn. I didn't train them for anything. I didn't listen to their phone calls. They just told me they cold called, so I just put them on there. Yeah. <laughs> fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> fuck. And, you know, it's funny because uh, probably the only how you realize that is because you started looking at your bank account and realized that fucking you weren't making any money, but you were spending a whole lot of money every week. And you're just oh. like, wait a minute, wait a minute, <laughs> wait a minute. Oh. Everyone has that little threshold, a threshold, right? Uh oh, we're under twenty grand. What's going on here? <laughs> and this is when I was like dirt poor, dirt poor. Yeah, so and I hired yeah. two chicks out of Jamaica for I don't know who I thought I was hiring two VAs when I had no goddamn money, just like trying to pull it together. And um, it was just, I was yeah, not making any money. We're forking money out, and I'm like, bro, we don't have any leads. What are we paying them for? We're paying for Mojo. We're paying for them. All this nonsense. Oh, man. You know, we sound old as shit. Paying for Mojo. <laughs> I, I have a, what's it called? I have a friend who's still using Mojo, and I keep telling him he needs to switch to call tools. Because they still, I mean, maybe they've upgraded a little bit. But I know before, I mean, they only went up to triple lines, three lines, right? So for me, I, it's not about the triple line. You can still make, make damage with the triple line. But, but there's levels. Get, there's levels. That's the thing. If you're new, I highly suggest Mojo. I have a friend who does six figures a month with Mojo, and he mm -hmm. has an entire company calling out of it in Mexico. Mm -hmm. But yeah, for sure. But my concern with it and why we don't use it is you have to use a web phone to call into another web phone. Yeah, and that causes a significant delay when someone picks up. Yes. Right. So like, man, I forgot about that. That was one of the benefits of switching over uh, to call tools. Exactly. Was literally not having to call from your phone to that number. Or no, I think the system called your phone. Then you pick. Yeah, yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> forgot about that. And the, then if you have, let's say you have a slow Internet day, who's your virtual assistant? They have a slow Internet day and they have to call into the Internet. You're going to have like a three second delay to where someone's going to answer the phone. Hello. Spam. Hello? And then you're going to be talking over each other for the next two seconds and someone's going to be, ah, 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 and get mad and hang up the phone. Yeah. I can't tell you how many times it's happened to us to where that's yeah. why we don't use it at all. Yeah. And that's it. If you can get it to where they aren't having that connectivity issue and you aren't talking over each other, awesome. But if you are like cold calling with Mojo, be cognizant that you're going to have a second delay at the beginning mm -hmm. and to wait for it, they're going to say hello. And then jump right into it. It's, yeah. a, it's a learned skill. Okay. Oh no. <laughs> no. You're gonna get a lot of people pissed off, but hey, that's it's part of the training. That's a part of the training. Fight out of it. Yeah, where where would you find them? 
the number one place, and I truly don't think accents are that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. I think energy is the biggest thing. Like what I care about is high energy. Obviously, I don't want to have someone with a really, really strong accent because then it's hard to the communication barrier is too large. Yeah. yeah. But if they have a slight accent, but they are gung ho, ready to go, and they just have high energy and they can get kicked in the face all day, it doesn't even phase them. Bro, that's who tough, you want. Those are tough people to be on the phone with. Because you, you try to shut them down and they come right back. It's just like, God damn. But you know who's good like that? The people, um, Yelp. Oh, bro. You were bro, they're, they, they're bro, fucking they, phenomenal. They are not taking no for an answer ever. <laughs> I don't even know what the hell they're trying to tell me. I don't bro, know what they're trying to tell me. me. And I'll be trying to like, I, they be have, I'll be having to think about what I'm telling them because, you know, I'm like, they keep at, but they keep asking those questions, right? Where it's not, you can't just give them a yes or a no, you know? And so it's just like, oh, you're not ready for it right now. Well, then what are you, what are you using? You know, are you saying that you couldn't use da 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 da? I'm like, no, I'm not saying that at all. But I, as of right now, you know, I'm like, fuck, <laughs> dude, they're they're fucking phenomenal, bro. I think one point at one point I told them that I was like, look, I don't know who's training y'all. I was like, but y'all freaking good. <laughs> but they got that high energy. Yeah, they're not getting pushed down, and they're trained well, right? And even yeah. if even if someone has an accent, let's say, who's a really really good salesman? Let's let's say Steve had Kong, bro. Kong Kong has a slight (laughs) accent, bro. Slight, yeah. Ain't nothing slight about that accent. Okay, but like he has an accent. He's a killer for sure, a hundred percent. Because he's knowledgeable. He knows what he, and that's what it all comes down to. You can have an accent, but if you can answer questions without sounding fraudulent, like you know what I mean. Like that's ultimately when people hear accents, all that does is raise red flags. But the only how you can uh, counter those red flags is by knowing what the hell you're talking about. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't be stuck. Well, uh, just you know, I'm just I'm I'm just asking you these questions. Like, no, I'm I'm not interested. Confidence. It's confidence, bro. You you get on that line. I'm asking you some questions. You know, hey, do you have a few minutes? It don't matter what the hell you sound like. Lead the conversation. You need you need to have confidence. What was the other thing? Confidence and know-how. You say energy. And, and, oh, they can't follow the script. Well, they yeah. can. You follow the script at the beginning, and mm-hmm. then after that, you need to know just so you can know how to direct the conversation. Yes. You need to know like six questions to know how to direct the conversation. Let it go from there. Yeah. You let it flow. Build that report. And let it flow. Like I tell our callers, you need to follow the script word for word at the beginning. Mm-hmm. By the time you're trained and ready to go, you shouldn't be following the script, and we should be grading you on if you're asking the right questions at the right time. Yeah, one hundred percent. Like, because that's all it is. If you, if you follow a script the whole time, it's well, sir, have you ever remodeled the property? In the right, last and you're like reading years. it off. You can't have that. <laughs> you can't have that at all. Yeah. All right, where to find them? I love Upwork, and you're going to get a lot of people in the Philippines. But you get uh-huh. fantastic talent out of the Philippines. We have a ton of people work for us who are in the Philippines. And the biggest thing I'd tell you to do when you are getting, when you are hiring on virtual assistants, I would ask them to send you a voice recording first. And I would, as you set up that job, I would type up a script and have them read that to you. Because the number one way people are going to get by you is that they're going to send you their generic voice recording 
but they practice that to a T. So they sound amazing on that voice recording. Then you got to get on an interview with them and they sound awful. Damn. And again, this is nothing against them, but we need someone who has proficient English level. Yeah. So that is a way to get around that. I never thought about that. And then what else? Craigslist is another fantastic spot. I'd tell you to use a VPN when you're posting on Craigslist. And you can, a VPN, what is it? Virtual private network. And it just allows you to post on Craigslist in other countries looking for jobs. So that's another place we find our employees is we'll go post on Craigslist in all over South America, all over the Philippines, all over really like Europe and the Middle East. And okay. we'll, and it'll say, we'll go log in with a VPN because if you don't use a VPN, then you'll automatically get flagged like 100%. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. So do that. <clears throat> and then what else do we use? Craigslist and Upwork, bro. And then Facebook groups. I'd go post in just random Facebook groups. Because they're all on Facebook. There's a lot of them. All on Facebook. On Facebook. Yeah. If you go, if you really like need a VA, go post in wholesaling houses full time and looking for a virtual assistant. Mm-hmm. Somebody get you. Your DMs are going to get bombarded. Blew up. Blew up. Bombarded. Got to get blown up. What okay, else so we went over how to find them. We went over kind of how to treat them, right? In the day, they're yeah. people. They have families. Um, and then, okay, so that's if you're if you if you're looking for them early on. Okay, so now you're someone who's you're at least closing one to two deals a month, right? So you're making over a hundred thousand dollars a year because let's just say your average average deal size is about ten thousand dollars, right? And so that's life changing for someone who already has a job. You're closing one deal a month. You've been able to consistently close one deal a month. You're on to something. It sounds like at that point, you're just having to um, find out a way to multiply that. And we know the only how you really multiply that is by turning it up. More marketing. More marketing, right? And so is, is doubling it. And so um, bringing somebody on to do the exact same thing, a little bit more data, not even a lot more data, <laughs> right? A little bit more data. Um, and so then at that point, you're looking for someone, maybe again, you, you're full-time, you're a full-time employee still. You don't have time to, to go hire this VA. They're going to be calling six hours a day. You're not going to be available all the time for them. So now you need someone to pretty much manage these callers. So at this point, you're looking for someone who's training them, managing them, and well, I was about to say overseeing them, but that's managing them, right? Now you're going to go have to reach out to some type of uh, a company. I think it depends. I st I think you should see if you can put in the time. Mm -hmm. See if you can put in the time. See if that's something that drives you. See if you like that shit. Right? Like, see if you like managing the team. Like, see if you like listening to their phone calls. Like, and if you do, and that's like what you thrive in, then go ahead and do it. And then I feel you like then you need to go to. I feel like if you're if you're First and foremost, if you're already thinking about looking into a cold calling company or the company that, you know, manages uh, virtual assistants, the shit doesn't fucking excite you. OK, like only reason I'm looking for something is because I don't fucking like doing it. I've already done it. Like You know what I mean? I feel like I've already called. I'm not consistent listening to their phone calls. I'm tripping about where the hell my lead flow is. at. I know it's my fault. Cause I know I should be listening to the phone calls and we should be meeting once a day. <laughs> you know what I mean? Talking about some of these phone calls and I'm not doing it and I don't have the time to do it and I'm not excited to fucking do it. So 
I'm looking for you <laughs> because I know I don't like to do it. I mean, I'll give you that. And so when you if you are looking for a company, I would say, and I, I've lost thousands and thousands of dollars and dealt with shitty call centers and what's it called? And really good call centers mm-hmm. and virtual assistant companies. The number one thing you want is KPIs from the company or access to KPIs. You need to know if you should give those motherfuckers some more money or if you need to turn it off. 100%. Yeah. When I lost a ton of, not a ton of money, at the point in time, it was like six grand a dude took from me and he took a couple grand from Adam. And um, I remember telling the guy like, bro, I need KPIs so I know whether or not I need to give you more money. Mm-hmm. That's all. That's all I care about. If your KPIs are good, and I know how many calls are being made, I know this and I know that. Then I'm going to give you more money because we're doing more business. It makes sense. If not, and I'm losing money, then I know I need to go somewhere else. Yeah. So that's number one when you're looking a red flag to watch out for a scammer, right? And a lot of people get scammed by like random virtual assistants, right? To where you need to be cognizant of that. Yeah. So if you are going. Okay, let me get KPIs. Let me get voice recordings and hours. I just want to see that more times than not. Some companies charge you by the dial and they're going to send you a dial count. But other times, if someone's going to charge you by the hour, I'm like, okay, well, how many hours did they work today? Mm -hmm. And what was done during those hours? Yeah. That's true. And you still have access to these things to be able to get on and listen to the phone calls, stuff like that, right? So if you feel like that, that you know, you're not getting enough information, or you just, you know, you still feel like there's some red flags. Well, then go do. At the end of the day, you have access to everything still. You, you still you get on should. the call tools. Yeah, you can still get on the call should. tools. You can still listen to the phone calls. You can still, you know, what I mean, so I, you can get on it. And I did it early. I did it earlier on, and I was I would get on and I'd listen to some of them. And I'd be like, no, okay. Me too. These are things that I've heard that had I been on here listening before, I would have been able to nip this in the bud early. And it's not one of those things where they're just not, they're not good enough. But there's some things that I'm picking up on that I can see that this is where we're losing stuff. You know what I mean? And so, yeah, you should be getting on there and seeing if they're being trained uh, trained adequately, or to the liking that you like, and having an exactly. open communication with the sales managers, or you know, and, and their and their managers, and their, you know, and stuff like that, and being able to talk to them. Um, again, I hate to do the shameless plug thing, but when you talk about call magicians, right, I get a call every Tuesday. I get a call every Tuesday. They ask what my concerns are. I still don't think I freaking 100% utilize all the, the great things that you guys offer with call musicians. I get an email every week telling me how much, you know, how much, I'm, you know, how much is being pulled from my account. I get it followed up with an email. Hey, any type of feedback? Like you guys are huge on feedback. You guys are huge on giving numbers. You know, and so I feel like the access is there for me to be able to talk to whoever I need to talk to whenever I don't agree with something or whenever I feel like, you know, something's going wrong. You know what I mean? And that's all I ask for. Right. Well, that, and that's what that's what you need. Right. And that's why we built it that way, because I've dealt with companies to where like, I got I want access and I this person needs feedback. Mm-hmm. Right. And we had feedback from a person today. I was like, that is fucking amazing feedback. Yeah. Like, go tell that customer. Thank you. Because yeah. like it was very very detailed feedback, mm-hmm. towards going to make everybody better. What was the feedback? You, huh? What was the feedback? Um, the person wasn't personable enough. She oh. was like the and the dude's getting like two to three leads a day. 
Like yeah. same thing. She was like, we're letting yeah. go of too many opportunities because he's not personable enough. I was like, get that man on the phone. Yeah. I was like, go <laughs> tell his manager to get his ass on the phone and talk to him about relaxing a little bit, right? Yeah. But like that is amazing feedback. And you, that's why you need that's why you need to do this shit first on your own. Mm-hmm. So you can go and you can listen and you can be like, nope, we're losing it here and here. Yeah, you should be able to, yes. You should be able to listen to a phone call. I remember, dude, we used to have talks. And I used to sit there and tell you, bro, I'm listening to the phone call. And I'm like, bro, I'm cringing all over the place. Bro, right. And, and you- so then, like, there was a time I wasn't getting any leads. And I'm listening to the calls. And I'm just like, I'm talking to you. I'm like, bro, I don't know. It, at this point, it got to be data. It got to be, you know, I, the numbers. I don't know what's going on because I'm listening to the phone calls. I don't feel like I got to cringe, right? They're, they're flowing. They're good conversations. These people just ain't motivated. You know what I'm saying? So then at that point, you got to start looking at other 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 options, see what else is going on. Because at that point, I've deemed maybe maybe he could have dug a little bit deeper. But for the from the uh, cold calling standpoint, again, he wasn't a lead manager. He wasn't calling and freaking um, pulling out more motivation and taking, you know, pulling out more pain points and stuff like that. He was just calling to see if they're interested in selling or not. And those phone calls are going great. So. Um, you have to be able to listen to those phone calls and be able to know when shit goes south. You know what I'm saying? Or what's going great in those phone calls so you can allow a company to to really work, work, you know, work for you. And I mean, and I care about, I am so anal about caring about our people's, our partners' businesses, right? But at the same time, I have to relate to everybody else that nobody cares about someone's business as much as they do. And so we need to care about their business more than they do. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so you need to be cognizant of that as you are going to any other type of company yeah. to where nobody cares about you making money as you do making money. Because, you know, one thing that you know, what's consistent. What? You know, one thing that's consistent is the money that come out of my bank account every Friday. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, let's be real. You know, like you said, no one's going to care about your business more than you're going to care about your business. Obviously, you want to align yourself with people who, you know, morally are great people. So I, I will never sit there and say that I'm being robbed of money. But at the end of the day, you got to go back. Well, at the end of the day, you're paying. You're paying. You're so paying you need to be making sure that what you're paying for is, is worth it. It has to be worth it, bro. Like, so you need. That's and if why it's you not worth it, it's only I can't come to you and be like, you know, hey, I didn't get any deals this month. I didn't get no deals last month. I know I ain't said shit about it, but you know, I don't. I don't pay this much money. I think man, it, this relationship ain't working out. How the fuck does that work for you? When did this relationship go south? Right. You know what I mean? You can't even tell me how how it's not working for you because, as far as you understand. Everything's going great. Yes, you haven't got any deals yet, but you haven't had any type of um, concerns, feedback, negative feedback, and negative things. You haven't given me anything to try to correct. And so it goes right back onto that extreme ownership. Without a doubt. What, I, what else do we got to do to keep the companies in check that I've done and that we try and do? I think the constant feedback, I think listening to the calls, Giving your VAs appropriate data is something that everybody runs into. And like we tell our people, if you cannot give us at least 10,000 addresses a month, you probably shouldn't work with us because the last thing we want to do is take your money. Yeah. Because if you don't give a VA that and they're in call for 36 hours, guess what? The VA is just taking your money because they're calling into nothingness. Yeah. 
right? So when you do bring on a virtual assistant, whether it's yourself through a company, I you want to give them as much data as humanly possible and that you can afford. Hey, and you guys just started giving us back uh, data on um, on people that we haven't been able to reach. Yeah. Right. And I know that's that's been something for a while that I, I don't think I've been able to figure out a way to kind of <laughs> get in there and kind of get that stuff. So being able to get those back and, and find out, hey, this this many people we haven't been able to reach 10 times. Yep. And then new market remarket to those people. But that's tough now because now here's my question. Now, cold calling. Now, obviously, I can't go text them because the numbers is wrong. So the so, next thing what direct mail like that shit's expensive. Yeah, the next thing is direct mail. And I would tell you, I would sort it out through, and I don't know how Chase has these dispositions set up, but if it's going to send you out like each separate disposition for every mm-hmm. was a wrong number and all that came back was a wrong number, I'd go and take that to a different skip tracing company. Yeah, right? So whatever you skipped it with, I'd take, if we got 20 addresses, not a single phone number is right. Yeah. I'm taking that and I'm taking it to a different company. And I'm going to see if that company can give me something else. And then I'm going to go try and remarket to them. If everything was just no answers, then we need to text them. Like if we just got voicemails, then we need to text them and mail them. Yeah. That's true. If it's just, yeah, that makes sense. No answers. If it's no, if it's wrong number, then yes, obviously you got to, you got to mail it. Right? You got to re-skip trace it. I truly, you got to re-skip trace it with a different company. Fuck. <laughs> I mean, it, like if you're about it, right? Because like that's where yeah. you're gonna find out. It's where you're gonna test yeah. your data. It's where you're gonna find out like what is going on here. Is there a different? And that's where address? you're gonna find out, and that's where you're gonna really find out it, uh, who's really number one when it comes to skip tracing, right? And I think that's what was tough for me to be honest with you, because when you get back all the, these wrong numbers, I'm like, well, shit. You know what I mean? From my understanding, I use number one. You know, so then it's like, well, who else do I go to? Because when you feel like you're using the best, you know, but then you get data back and the numbers ain't, you know. I got someone I can send you. Yeah, I got, sure. I got someone else I can send you to. But we're not, like, we not going to get no shout outs or nothing on here yet because, you know, we got to figure this shit out. We ain't just going to go plug in nobody. Um, <laughs> what's it called? You know, so besides the three companies I trust are Direct Skip, mm-hmm. Batch Skip Tracing and Skip Genie. Three, okay. three amazing companies. Okay. So I, I personally know the owner of every single one of their companies. And then what's it called? I haven't tested out Skip Force, but I talked to that guy one time. But those, okay. those three companies, I personally know every owner. And they, again, care about your business. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, yes, yes. So I direct Skip. Obviously, everybody uses Batch. And then I used, I was a Skip Genie faithful. Very, yeah, very long you, time. you first got into it. Yeah, you were. You were I remember. Yeah, I was a skip genie faithful. I've actually started even using PropStream skip tracing. Why? Just because it's good for me on the spot. Like, that's yeah. not what they're great at. I don't use it for bulk. Listen, bro. I don't use it for bulk, but I use it for when I'm um, to send a mailer. Right. I'll use it to send a mailer. Obviously, that data is good. When you talk about that mailing address. <laughs> right, we know that data is good. So um, I use it for when I'm sending uh, mailers, when I'm driving for dollars, right? Um, and then I use it just on the spot instead of putting it in the True People Search. I'll just go ahead, and I think it's like it's like twelve cents. And so I'll just pull it that way and give them a call right there on the road. Okay, I like that. 
I think I think when I was using Doom Machine, bro, it was like it, it was probably like a dollar to skip trace it. They were, they were making bread. They're making fucking bread. So I, to me, it was like 12, 12 cents, right? So now you're looking at just time. Now it's an opportunity that's in front of me. I'm driving for dollars. So I'm putting some of this stuff in, in my favorites, right? Because PropStream has the mobile app. So I'm adding some of these properties. So I'm just like, shit, let me skip trace it real quick. It's a, it's a click of a button. <laughs> and then you just push the phone number. You know what I mean? So it's just it's simple. And I've gotten a hold of I've gotten a hold of people. A dollar. Bro, I could be out here lying. You know what I'm saying? I just I just I don't think you're lying sense. though. What's it called? Like <laughs> what is it? Like three dollars a postcard with them too? Um, it was so here's the thing. I the postcard I can't hundred percent remember. I think it wasn't three dollars though. It, it was like around a dollar. But I, but it was all wrapped in one. Like you can add the address, and then when you skipped it, bro, that shit was a, that shit was a dollar to skip trace it. It was like ninety cents. It's intense. I would, bro. That's that means I'm making eighty cents. Like, well, you're you're really making, yeah, you're making eighty five cents a skip. Now that, now that's that. <laughs> that's when you first get started and you don't know nothing, you don't know anything better. That's very. That's kind of like to you, it's just like, oh, but I get a phone number. It's saving me time. It's only a dollar. What if this is the one that gets me in contact with the people until you start doing this business long enough and you realize, fuck, it's going to take more than those three numbers that you <laughs> those three numbers that you're going to get at that moment. You know what I mean? Like, it seems like a good bargain. Well, we can't. Um, what's, it called? what's it called? What's it called? We got to tell you can't use Fiverr to skip trace. I truly no. don't believe you can. Don't use true people search, and you can't use Fiverr Whoa. cold call either. Whoa! Use true people search if I you have. I love true people search. I'm, I'm against it. I, I don't pay for some shit that didn't get me the shit I got sometimes on true people search. When you're driving for dollars, bro, true people search is fucking real. When you when you know what I mean when you first getting into it and you and, and you grinding this shit out, bro, true people search will get you there. No Fiverr. Because even if it doesn't, even if it doesn't get you to the homeowner on one, two, three Main Street, it's gonna get you to their cousin. You know what I mean? Like, because it, it's all it is is clicking, clicking other people, people who have lived in that address. You're calling aunties, you're calling sons, you're calling nephews. Hey, I'm calling. I'm looking for so and so. You know, I was I was looking at a property on one, two, three Main Street. It said that you, you know, that you're related to so and so. They're like, oh, I know this is, you know, I know this is weird. You know, I'm just. I'm really struggling. It allows you to have a you know a genuine conversation because you feel embarrassed that you're calling family members. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, true people search help you help you get to people. And don't feel embarrassed when you're calling family members. No. And I like if you can if you have the balls or whatever to call someone, like call family members, like good for you, man. Like, and then go knock on those doors because that's where those deals are. Because mm -hmm. other people ain't doing that. I, no. I ain't doing it right now. I'm doing it right now. I'm going for the. I like calling. Call, I love calling family members, bro. I love calling them because I'm just like, hey, those are typically the houses that are just sitting there vacant. Like, there's nobody there. Hey, I'm I'm looking for this person. I, you know, they have a house here in Fresno. I can't, you know, I can't seem to locate them. And told me that you, you're possibly a relative of them. Oh, that's my uncle. Da, da, da. Oh, okay. Do you you know? Is he? You know, oh, that's my uncle. He passed away. Like, oh man, I'm sorry to hear that. You know. <laughs> my condolences to your family. You know what I mean? You have any idea what they're doing with this property? Who would uh, I speak to about the property? That's a good subject. You know what I mean? Hold on. So, don't, don't shit on true people. Fine. But like, no Fiverr, bro. And no, <laughs> no Fiverr, Fiverr. callers either. 
you know. But, no yeah. fiber for callers. What's it called? If you are truly trying to get in dials, what's it called? I have never used them. And lead miners is our competition. But like that, they have enough reviews to where they must be doing some shit, right? To where mm-hmm. lead miners is probably good for you. But if you're trying to pay money to get someone to cold call for you, I tell you, just hammer it out yourself. Like at the beginning, if you have money at the beginning, like in this a lot of money and you're experiencing sales, okay, like you can risk going with the call center. But again, I truly think you need to know what to critique on. Mm-hmm. But if you have no money, like you're scraping together money like to get VAs to cold call for you, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> you're doing it wrong. Like that money needs to stay in your pocket and use it for, um, what's it called? Just to pay the bills and to use skip trades. I keep calling. Just keep calling from whenever you get off work, call. Just yeah. call. And I'd use, actually, you know what I'd use that other money for? Texting. Yeah. I'd use that other money I'm, for texting niche stuff. Really, yeah. really niche stuff. And when I say I gotta, niche, I got to get back to, I got to get back to texting. Chase is still doing really good with texting. Well, remember, I did pretty good until I tried to scale it. Oh, <laughs> it's a whole nother animal. You know, texting is that's going to be a thing where, like you said, Chase is still doing it. So texting is going to have to be something that I personally just do. You know, I can't I can't afford to just sit there and, and keep trying to scale, not scale that out. But I can't outsource that only because it's very when you talk about understanding our. What what, what do you say? What do you say about that when you talk about different cultures? Your dynamic? Well, not dynamic, but just like our sarcasm and like um, like people don't necessarily. Huh? So you can, and the way we've gotten around it is if anybody has a pulse, send it over to your leads manager, have your leads manager call. Right? Like, yes. don't have the texter do it. Like, the texter is really a button clicker at this mm-hmm. point. Yes. So, yes, I can still outsource that. But when it comes down to it, am I, am I, do I want to spend money to have a button clicker? Because I'm still technically doing that work. You know what I mean? If you're if you're making the phone calls afterwards. If you're making the phone calls afterwards, and you, you, yes, so if now you have another VA who's who's also managing, you know the ones that are getting pushed over at that point. Yes, I can see that that definitely working out. Um, but just being able to know when to pivot, because that's that's the thing with text messaging. You got to know when to be able to pivot when someone may be blowing you off, but they're really not. You know, they really don't want to blow you off. You know what I mean? Like just there's so much, so many dynamics to texting. That it's like almost like you have to just be in it. I don't, and like I don't, I don't charge people. We don't take on texting clients just because I don't do it. Mm-hmm. I don't really like it, and I don't mm-hmm. want to send someone up on it if I don't truly, truly believe in it. It's a tough, it's a tough one. So like we don't, we don't take on texting clients unless they want their leads managers to do it, and then they're in charge of handling that, and they can spend yeah. their money on that. Yep. But I would say, um, and did you listen to Gino's podcast the other day? Baby boy, do you uh, know with Steve, yeah, no, I know who you're talking about. No, I'm, bro, I follow him on Instagram. I don't even know how I was introduced to him, um, not personally, but you know, just how I came up on, you know, kind of who he was. Maybe I seen some of his content or something like that. Um, but no, I actually did want to listen to it. I was listening to something else before that. Um, but yeah, he's it's on the it's on my list of podcasts to listen to because I definitely want. That's to all he does it. now. His text. Um, well, no, texting's their number one, That's and it's all. Button clickers to leads managers. 
So button pulse leads manager, button pulse leads manager, mm -hmm. right? So at that point you have a little bit more of like a, a little bit more of like a virtual boiler room. Mm -hmm. It's a lead. Like, what are you going to get out of it? It's a lead. What are you yeah. going to get out of it? Right. And then constant, okay. constant, constant. You're keeping that person busy. Mm -hmm. Where I'd tell you like, okay, Javern, you're here. And then Javern's just clicking, 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 pulse, send it to Chris. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And so integrating that is, is going to be another thing. Uh, making I have it integrated where, yes, once the lead is pushed, it's pulled to a separate, um, you know, a separate, what do they call it? I'm on a uh, podio, not tab, but to a separate, whatever. Um, Cause you got your seller leads, you got your deals, you got your offers, a different app, you know, a different app. Yeah. So I have, I have a, a SMS app. And so just finding a way to make it a little bit more seamless because unless you're intentionally going in to open up that app, which most of the time we're opening up our seller leads app, right. To go through all the ones that our cold callers bring in. Um, just gotta be a little bit more intentional about that. Speaking of Podio, we just put together a deal with a dude in Michigan who we're going to be partnering with on some stuff. And they did $130,000 in revenue this last mm -hmm. month. The simplest Podio I've ever seen in my life. I was in love. Bro, it, it, gets, it, was, it gets very... It four you, workspaces. It was like four apps. I mean, that's, bro, that's all, all you really need. I, I stopped working on mine, bro, because I, I, I seen yours and I'm like, bro, I'm not even trying to get to that level of freaking... Um, complexity. Like I'm not trying to be fucking having a headache whenever I open up Podio. It mine is what's it called? I don't even use. I use ten percent of what my shit can do. That's mine horrible. Insane. That shit's expensive. Um. Yes, I needed it's expensive. I needed something else. What's it called? And like I thought I wanted to take my business in that direction. Mm -hmm. But for me, I don't have. Now I have an integrator. But like it's mm -hmm. not what we do there. We have KPIs track somewhere else. Mm -hmm. But like I'd need an integrator to fully use the capabilities of that system, right? You need you need Sal. Sal. Sal from uh, uh um all in. Yeah, or Chase. <laughs> but no, no, no. But I'm I'm saying like when it, in the wholesaling space. Oh yeah. Like you know what I'm saying? Like, like they're able to fully utilize fucking podio. Because the sows in that bitch just tearing it up, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yes, you go build out podios and or you, you well, shit. He's at the point he builds them himself, you know what I mean? So and tracks it and, and tracks all the it data and, to where it makes yes, sense. To have it. Yes, no, it makes sense to have something so dynamic like that because, dude, like the capability of what it could do for your business is crazy. But if you don't understand that stuff, bro, I, I don't understand that. That you heard me. I'm complaining about how how tough it was to get a podcast on Apple Podcasts. Because um, I didn't understand it. <laughs> we're switching over to, I believe, Salesforce. Okay. I've been pushing Chase because, like, I think Podio is too clunky. It's like it's super clunky to where then you have Salesforce, and I love dashboards, especially mm -hmm. when I don't have to put in the info and I can just look at the dashboard and be like, what's going on here? Well, what's going on here? Right, yeah. and then dig in deeper. So that's something I'm really, really excited but about. I like to geek out on numbers. I just, you know, I just, I don't like to geek out on numbers. Well, I don't like, <laughs> I can't do the monotonous work. Yeah. Yeah. That, no, for sure. That stuff. I like looking at like how deep shit go. Like, oh man. Oh, oh. So, oh, like, you know what I mean? I like that stuff, but I don't want to be sitting there. <laughs> like, okay. So I got to put these numbers there and then I got to. 
and then you click save and you go back and then it's just a little bit off you're like okay so i gotta go tweak this okay what did i okay i did this no bro i'm not trying to do all that i don't have no, the patience for it bro i got a, i got a, i got a seven-year-old a four-year-old and a three-month-old i ain't got patience for that shit. <laughs> without a doubt bro all right to recap today you don't need VAs unless you're doing at least a deal a month. At least. And if you can if you can afford them, let's say what's it called? I we have a client who actually does medical sales. He makes six figures. And so he's already doing sales. He knows real estate and he can afford a VA. Yep. Okay. Scale it. Like, you're good. Scale it, baby. You're Scale good, it. You can do it. You can yeah. go listen to the calls and you get sales and you can be like, hey man. You ain't doing it right. But if He's you are closing shit, bro. He's closing shit. And bro, he did he made 50 grand last month, by the way. He, needs, he just needs leads. Right. He just needs leads. So we got that. VAs are people. Treat them accordingly and develop your leadership skills so you can get them on the boat rowing in the same direction. They got families and shit. So don't go hiring people that you can't afford to take care of families or that you're you letting them go right before Christmas, bro. Don't be an ass. Right. And then how to find them. I think Upwork is amazing. I think Craigslist is amazing. And Facebook groups. A major tip, send them a script. So then they have to read that to you. Yep. And then send them an English test too. Ooh. The next one, make sure their energy is high. And you don't want anybody with just customer service. Mm. You want them to have outbound sales experience. If this is cold calling, if it's administrative stuff, but most of the time you don't need an you can have a 10, a 1099, but like a part-time person who can do your administrative work for like an hour a week. 100%. And you can go on Upwork for that and be like, Hey, I need this done every week. Upwork will track it all. Yes. But if you're talking about a caller, outbound sales experience and real estate experience. Mm. Mm. I think that's Dropping them nuggets, baby. That's that. That's all I got. All right, so that, that's all that's all we got. Hey, so um, we can wrap it up again. Uh, you got call magicians, right? If you're looking for, what is it? If oh, you if are looking, looking for, if you're looking for the best trained virtual staff in the world, go to callmagicians.com. We'll take care of you. Yes, they will. Tell them, tell them I sent you. <laughs> <laughs> tell them Michael Butler sent you so we can get an affiliate. <laughs> no, guys. And if you're looking to comp your properties, you guys are new, right? You're getting to a point where you want to get better at comping, analyzing your deals, pulling lists, uh, driving for dollars within their mobile app, things like that. Um, go ahead and go to mainlinecomps.com. That obviously that's prop stream. I went ahead and made that a whole lot easier for you guys instead of giving you an affiliate link and all this other stuff. I just went ahead and created mainline comps for you guys to go there, get your seven day free trial and uh, change your business. And guys, again, if this brings you any value, go like it, give us a five star review and share it with your friends. Share it on Instagram. It's all we ask. Share, so share, much. share. And follow us on Instagram at Strat Daddy and Michael Butler Jr. All right, guys, have a great weekend. See you. Thank you for tuning in to the Free Agent Real Estate Investing Podcast. Don't forget to give us a five-star review. If you would like to stay in touch with Stratton and myself, follow us on Instagram. And please be sure to subscribe to our Free Agent REI Podcast YouTube channel.